0: Yeah, because you you know it's so easy especially with your first property like oh it's so beautiful everybody's gonna love it and right and you're just rose colored glasses all the way and you're not yeah. seeing right those hiccups in the road you're just looking at the end and you're not seeing that there's a big you know potential minefield between here and there are you looking to create more money more options and more fun Hi, I'm Chris McCarron. And each week, my guests and I will share our experiences with real estate investing and do our best to help empower you to start creating wealth yourself. Welcome to Women Creating Wealth. If you're ready to get started, visit womencreatingwealth.net. For now, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, welcome back to Women Creating Wealth. We have a wonderful woman creating wealth with us today. Allie Nichols is the co-founder of Getaway. And prior to that, she spent four years in as an executive at Bungalow, which is a technology enabled residential real estate company. And during her time there, she ran numerous business functions, including operations, growth, marketing, sales, and real estate. She spearheaded raising and operating a $700 million real estate fund focused on acquiring single family rentals. And before that, she was a strategy and planning senior manager at Uber and a consultant at IBM. She's a very, very successful person who we're excited to talk to today. She also holds a Bachelor of Science from Carnegie Mellon University. Allie, thanks for being with us today. Thanks so much for having me. Well, Allie, before we started the recording, you were talking about that uh, Getaway has done a really big pivot and there's all kinds of exciting things happen. So do you want to talk about that first or would you rather just tell us sort of how you got into this in the first place?
1: Yeah. um, Well, I think, you know, they go hand in hand in a lot of ways. So um, as we mentioned, I've spent the last, um, before Getaway, I've spent the last good chunk of time working at another real estate startup and was really focused on how we could create value by um, acquiring single family rentals and bringing them to the market. And with that, our biggest partner were institutions. Um, and what I saw from that experience was like, wow. One, there's a huge opportunity in the real estate space in general, and there still is for uh, all the way around. And then two, the idea that as individuals we have the opportunity to own real estate seems to be a fleeting thought. Even seems to be further and further away, especially as we see, you know, millennials enter that age of of ownership and then we're going to see the next generation after that um and so forth and so really decided you know i want to dedicate all of my time and energy in figuring out how i can help more people like myself like my friends um really get into the space and start building you know wealth through real estate because i feel very passionate about it as an asset class Mm -hmm. um and so that's when we started getaway and you, know, you mentioned that we we are going through a pivot right now in terms of our product offerings, but our mission and our goal still remains the same as helping more and more um, individuals access the space. And so for us, the way that we're approaching that now is really trying to reduce the barrier of entering into the investment property world. Um, and so in today's space, if you were to go out and buy an investment property, you need 20 to 30% down to enter and there's no programs to help anyone like there exists when you're buying your primary property um but we're seeing that you know cities are more and more expensive to live in so a lot of the uh folks that live in New York City are actually looking to start buying investment property first
0: right. um
1: and so we saw this need and really thought okay how can we help our customers um, get over that initial barrier of actually acquiring that real estate, and and start building equity in properties today. Um, and so, our product, we partner alongside our customers and actually invest in the equity portion of the deal. So we'll essentially come in and and bring part of the down payment to the deal with you. And our goal is that the properties that you're you're buying cash flow enough to pay. Uh, you know, back the mortgage, back us, our operating expenses, and then there's still some left over for the investor. And then also that um, over the years that we're invested alongside of you, the property builds enough equity that you're able to actually buy us a- out of the property through a refinancing event and then in five years it's like this is your property you entered in with the fraction of what it normally requires to get into it and now you own 100 percent of the property and 100 percent of its cashless um, yeah that's so really like fantastic
0: yeah yeah well as, as you said it's hard for people to save up 20 30 percent to get it and, and they're not to be honest a lot of banks aren't too excited to loan to a first-time investor they're yep. like, oh, you have no experience. Mm, I don't think so, right? It's just like anything. Exactly. They're happy to lend you money you don't need and give you <laughs> <right>? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Always the case.
1: Exactly. So for us, it was like, wow, this is a really underserved part of the market. Um, it doesn't fit into you know a nice bucket from a bank's perspective. And, and so we're really excited to really help people enter into the investment space, whether it's your first property or you're growing a portfolio, we're um, here to partner with you.
0: Excellent. And how does the ownership piece work at that point? Do they just, you just own whatever the percentage is of what you've put in. So say it's a hundred thousand dollar property and they bring 5,000 to the table and you bring 15 or mm-hmm. 25 or whatever. How does that ownership actually work?
1: Yeah. So we structure, um, you know, our relationship with the the customer as a set preferred rate. Um, and so what I mean by that is like, it essentially in a lot of ways is like an interest only loan on the amount that we bring to the table. Um, And why that's beneficial is actually, we don't take any of the upside. Property performs beyond our expectations, that goes all into the owner's pocket. And then on the downside protection, like our whole goal and where we're building all of the tech and systems around is that we're underwriting properties Um, with super high fidelity. Like that is our goal that we can actually, you know, help you guide you to a property that's, uh, we feel 99% confident that we'll be able to hit um, the cash flows that we expect to ensure that the property makes sense for us, but not, but also for the customer.
0: And so, for a first-time investor, it sounds like this would be something to be really ideal because it sounds like there'd have to be that you're somewhat training them along the way. You're guiding them and training them, which is exactly what every first-time investor needs.
1: Yeah, yeah. And so, and with that, we also stay alongside the the investor as as an asset manager. So we help with performance reporting, we'll help um, do all of the tax preparations and like work with our accounting firms to make sure that everything is set up correctly, that nothing slips through the cracks, that we're seeing, you know, the property perform as it should um, and so forth. So just like you said, like there is, there is a bit of oversight um, that could be really helpful for folks that are starting their
0: journey. Yeah, that's fantastic. And what, who do you have? Do you have like an ideal person that you like to work with an ideal sort of avatar that someone who you've seen by experience really works well in this program?
1: Yeah, it's really been interesting. So we are still very early on and what we found as our kind of super user group um, are folks that are coming to us. They actually have anywhere from like one to 10 doors um, and they're actively looking to grow their portfolio. Their goal is very much a buy and hold strategy, where they see themselves owning this property for ten plus years. Um, they really think that the end state is a portfolio of properties that generates enough passive income that it can replace, you know, full time work, um, or be like a retirement plan, or could be passed down to future generations. So, I would really say, you know, folks actively looking to grow their real estate and view this as very much a long-term play is really our sweet spot right now. I do think as we grow, we really want to help more people who are taking their first leap um, into this space, but right now that's who's gravitating towards us.
0: Okay. Interesting. And you think maybe that's, that could even be that's who's in the right circles to have heard about you at this point. Exactly. Exactly.
1: Exactly. That's totally right. And they're like actively looking for opportunities um, because we are not completely all over the map right now in terms of like a marketing and brand perspective.
0: Well, and, and the map, you bring up a good point. Do you have a geographic area where you're focusing, where you feel you have the expertise?
1: So we, to date, we've really focused on the Sunbelt. So I consider that being, you know, North Carolina, down to Florida, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Florida, um, also Tennessee, um, and then New York and Pennsylvania have been like areas where we've seen a lot of demand. Um, and so have been focusing our efforts there. But that being said, we can work with folks all over the country, um, especially if there's a great opportunity and, um, and we're looking to always expand.
0: So we, I don't think we've, you've directly said this, but with a name like getaway, is it, are you looking for like vacation rental type of situations, maybe short-term rental scenario?
1: So we, um, we service both. So we'll service anything in the residential space um, that includes the short-term rentals um, that includes single family and multifamily. Um, A lot of the things that we're thinking in terms of the name or like getaway financial like how do you get to that next step in in your investment you know career and in your life in terms of where you want it to go so that's a little play on play on the name there.
0: No, I like it. Cause it's like, you know, your, this is your, your client's opportunity to get away from the rat mm-hmm. race and, and the nine to five at the yeah. same time that they're potentially providing a getaway for their clients. Yeah, right?
1: exactly. Yeah, like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so when you are thinking about your, like the company's future, do you have some sort of goals or ideas or you know, like this is where and you know, we want to have and actually I also want to ask you about your analytics. So let's not lose track of that while my brain is focused on, you know, 10 things at the same time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, got it. Um, okay, so in terms of big vision and goal, like we really, really want to become the destination for real estate entrepreneurs. Um, you know, I mentioned this earlier, but this is a very underserved part of the market when it comes to financial products. Um, and I think there's a ton of opportunity to one, bring more transparency to this area um, of the market and let people know what their options are, build more products for folks to continue to grow and invest, um, and just more access all around, um, and beyond just financial products as well. Our goal is to really expand into the entire investor journey, everything from, searching for properties and finding properties that like fit your criteria to actual transacting and doing, um, the brokerage on the deals to then the financing aspects as well as, and then ongoing management. So there's, there's a huge life cycle here. Um, and our goal is really to build an end to end product, um, for folks that are, are trying to build their real estate empires.
0: Wow. That's fantastic. Now, back to the analytic piece because I didn't forget luckily <laughs> <laughs> so when you're looking at it a, a potential opportunity so is is does it work that the person who you're working with they'd come and say oh this is the product they usually start off with hey here's a place I want to buy is that kind of the, the way you're no, normally or or are you doing that piece together as well right now
1: yeah so it works two ways um first the way you mentioned is we have customers who have already done all the hard work. They've identified a couple properties that are interesting to them, that they're buy boxing criteria. And they'll come to us and be like, hey, like, would this work for your product? Could we partner together? Um, that's, that's one avenue and we highly encourage that. Uh, but the other avenue that is really exciting and, and a lot of what our team is building and what I think actually really sets us apart in the market um, is our ability to go out and underwrite all of the properties available in the market And basically, stack rank them based on where we find, you know, where they stack rank in terms of um, investment um, for both a short term rental and a long term rental property. Um, And then we're able to use that to guide conversations with our customers. So, you know, if we were working together and you, we would set up basically your buy box or your investment criteria. Which markets are you interested in? How, like, what is your budget to actually? Deploy into an investment right now. Um, are there any? You know, do you hate short-term rentals? Do you love the idea of short-term rentals? Is that something on the table? Um, do you have any other criteria that that you really want to um, achieve in in what you're buying? Um, and then we can actually take that, plug it into our system, and automatically, constantly be pulling the top opportunities that come up um, for you, and that helps us really guide the conversation of like, hey, here's 10 10 things that really fit your buy box. Um, And they work for our product because we've already pre-underwritten them. So is anything interesting here? So it really takes like a lot of the guessing work and a lot of that upfront work out of the equation um, and there's a place we can add value.
0: And what kind of analytics are you doing on the individual properties to make that decision?
1: Yeah, so a lot of it comes down to revenue. really feeling confident that we understand the amount of rent that that property could produce, whether that's a long-term rental or a short-term rental, um, that's first and foremost. And we have an amazing team that is pulling from multiple sources you know, available. And then we're also building our own uh, revenue models so that that becomes more and more accurate over time. Um, and then the next piece is really operational, like operating expenses. So getting very, very clear down to a municipality level of how much your tax is gonna cost? How much should we expect for utilities? Um, what is insurance like in that area? Are there any special unique situations um, Which then allows us to really get to um, a good understanding of how the property will perform.
0: Excellent. So. What sort of support would a person expect if they were going to be doing this with you? Is it sort of one-on-one? Is it more of a group kind of scenario? how does How would that all work?
1: Yeah, so it's it's very personalized to each customers' um you know needs. So like I mentioned earlier, if you were to come on today. We would set up time to really walk through what are your investment goals? What are your criteria? And then from there, a team member would support you along the way. So we'd be sending you opportunities. Um, Once you are like, oh, that's awesome. Let's move forward. Um, Our team can help you through the transaction process, putting in an offer. Um, We have preferred lenders that we can help, you know, guide our customers. Um, to and help them through that process to understand, you know, what types of leverage we'll be able to get for a property at what rate, how does that impact our underwriting of the property um, and so forth. Um, And then, you know, assuming we have a positive, we have a winner, we close on a deal, um, we're there along the way. So as long as we're invested alongside of you, we stay on as uh, the asset manager. And in that role, we help put in a put in place a property manager. Um, we do the, the monthly reporting and performance reporting both for the owner and for our investors on our side. Um, and then ensure that the property is like correctly, you know, all of the taxes are done correctly and all of the kind of back office function that's truly really not very fun. Um, <laughs> it's handled and is handled, you know, to institutional level kind uh, of reporting standards.
0: Excellent, and so so a bad like let's say it's five years later, yeah. And, you know we have a worst possible scenario type of type of thing. Yeah. One is that there isn't enough equity in the property to pay you back. So yeah, because let me understand this too. Like make make sure is it is it going to be the investor and you and like an, a bank or third party, or are you doing basically all of it? If I brought five percent to the table, are you bringing the other ninety-five? Or are you bringing another? Amount to make it bankable, or you know. Yeah.
1: Bankable. So, <laughs> so in a normal in a normal deal, um, we were are still going out and getting a mortgage, let's say for eighty percent of the property's price. Yeah. Um, and then we're coming along and bringing you know fifteen percent of the capital to the table, and you're bringing five. Yeah. Um, and so in the five year scenario, you know where let say the down market, like we hit a bad year. Five years turns out to be a bad year to try. Bad year so, to refine it. Yeah, <laughs> so we have built into all of our agreements um, the ability to extend um, the term so that we're not, you know, there's more flexibility than it's like stringent, you know, five years or you're done. So yeah. there's that downside protection built in as well. Um, and really in a downside scenario, I think, As we've kind of modeled this out and played this out, the most likely outcome would be that we would sell, we'd make the decision to sell the house um, and pay back that one, that mortgage first, and then um, obviously split the remainder based on the amount we're
0: both invested. So... There is a property manager in place, right? So there isn't an opportunity for the owner to, to just sort of like do a really terrible job and not actually mm-hmm. make any money on the property, right? It's sort of yeah, take the, that away, <laughs> take we, away that temptation.
1: <laughs> we do require professional management. Now, if the property owner has an established operating history because they're already operating five properties on their own, um, and you know, is it is clearly um, capable. And I shouldn't say capable, that's the wrong word, but it's clear operating yeah. history and experience. <laughs> um, there, we will partner with folks like that, but you know, if this is your first investment, we highly recommend bringing in a professional manager um, who can oversee the property, knows how to do trust accounting. There's just a lot of pieces that go into it when there's multiple parties invested into a single property.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Have you had any scenarios where, you know, you felt like, okay, well, hmm, we have to make sure we never do this again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the biggest, the biggest thing for us is because we are early in our journey as a company, we are being very critical on our underwriting standards. Like we're trying to avoid early mistakes when it comes to picking properties and picking partners and things like that. Um, So the biggest, you know, I think we're taking along a lot of focus on like, okay, do we really believe in this property? Uh, Let's haircut and let's play the downside scenario over and over again to make sure that, that we're not setting Ourselves and also our customers, first and foremost, up for a situation that's less than ideal. Um, so that's just a big focus of ours right now.
0: Yeah. And that's the way to avoid problems down the road, right? Just keep yeah. on hammering it and say, what else could go wrong? What else could go wrong? And yeah. Then, exactly. Yeah. Because, you, you <laughs> know, it's so easy, especially with your first property, like, oh, it's so beautiful. Everybody's going to love it. And right. And you're just rose colored glasses all the way and you're not yeah. seeing, right, those hiccups in the road. You're just looking at the end and you're not seeing that there's a big, you know, potential minefields between here and there.
1: And I think for us too, it's interesting because the data over the last couple of years is so skewed um, because we've seen like, even on the home price appreciation side, it's like the last couple of years have been insane um, in terms of home values going up. Um, So we're not anticipating that going forward, but if we just took an average, like a 10 year average, they're skewed too high. So it's things like that, where we're using a lot of like, critical thinking on, you know, we can't just rely on like his, historicals because historicals right now don't, don't make sense. They're not really at the, the mean, yeah. um, it's a lot of unrealistic
0: so things, like things that. that, unusual yeah. things that have happened. Unusual. Yeah.
1: just yeah. unusual.
0: Yeah. And so how about, um, you know, you talked about making sure you're partnering with people. What is the criteria that you use before you say, yes, okay. We're, we're ready to jump on this investment with you for the person, not just obviously we've got the property covered now. How about the actual person?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So we're super fortunate because, um, because we're taking out that mortgage piece, we can kind of follow the footsteps of the lender in terms of the borrower. Um, So in a lot of ways, like if it meets our lender's requirements, which are tend to be stricter than us, like we're great. Um, So that is, that is one nice piece, but typically We're really focused on, uh, you know, credit score is a good indicator. Um, We want to make sure that all of our investors have reserves in case things do go wrong um, in the first couple months, or you know, there's a water leak that we didn't know about, or thing like things just happen in real estate. Right. Um, So we're big on ensuring that there's reserves um, in the tank. To cover those types of things, and then and then credit, um, we do we do also look at income, but it's not as big as a, of a factor like it would be in the conventional space.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it is just another input.
0: Well, I mean, and hopefully, it's the majority of the income is coming from the property itself, right? But you don't want somebody exactly. who's right who can't pay their own bills because that's the recipe for a disaster. <laughs>
1: Yeah, like we, we don't, our goal is to help people get into the space and really start building equity, but we also don't want to get anyone in over their seats. Like we're not trying to, you know, build a product that, that allows people to enter into a world that, you know, they're going to be stuck holding something that they can afford to, to maintain at the end of the day. That's like the furthest thing away from what we're hoping to build.
0: And there are still a lot of opportunities out there for properties where you're not, I mean, everybody thinks, oh, everything's overpriced. You can't possibly buy a price and make money, but that isn't the case, right? That's definitely not the case. But are you seeing there are certain markets where it's easier to do that than others? For sure.
1: Um, You know, as real estate investors, it's funny, like, obviously, interest rates have a huge impact on your business, but- At the end of the day, it's a cash flow business. If the cash flows make sense, the interest rate like shouldn't necessarily matter. And it only, you know, if you have opportunities to refinance later, it only makes it juicier. But in terms of markets that there's more opportunity, we're definitely seeing, and this is always the case though, but like more tier two and tier three cities just in terms of size, um, you know, we're based in Miami, Florida. Miami is a tough market, like I wouldn't say that we're finding a lot of deals right now that make sense for a product like ours um, in Miami, but the other parts of Florida, um, up outside of Tampa, Jacksonville, areas like that, there are a ton of opportunities, um, tons of opportunities, like in a Memphis, Tennessee, or a Columbus, Ohio, um, so those are the types of markets that we're really looking close at. Yeah.
0: And if, when people are investing in a place that isn't near their home, do you feel, I mean, how do you help them with that? Because I would think for a lot yeah. of people, it's like, no, I can't, you know, I'm not going to be able to drive by every week and check on it. You know, what can I, how can I feel good about this? Right.
1: Yeah. It's really interesting. I think for a long time that that's been a huge barrier for folks is like this idea of getting comfortable investing in a market that they don't know. Yeah. Um, and, definitely we have customers that come in the door and they're like, I only want my criteria that has to be driving distance. Like that is just for them that that's a hard criteria and that's what we're going to help them find. Um, but you know, I would say for the folks that are more open to it, there's tons of opportunities out there and like even partnering with a company like ours, or just, you know, if you're doing it on your own, a really good property manager on the ground, like, makes the world of difference and so really make sure that you're interviewing the team on the ground and that you have like the utmost confidence in them because they are your eyes and ears like they're they do everything for you um and so it's really worth it to not you know a lot of people will always look for the cheapest it's not always the best and like (laughs) comes with (laughs) more more heartache down the line Um, so oftentimes it's better to like really just find the best operator pay, you know, a fair market price for their services. Um, because really the, at the end of the day, that's what makes their base your investment.
0: Yeah. So how do you do that? I know that's a challenge a lot of people have when they're looking for a property manager. It's mm-hmm. like, especially if you don't know the, you know, you can't get a referral necessarily cause it's not your neighborhood at all. It's like, yeah. how do you know that you're getting a good one? Cause a bad one is a big flipping mess, right?
1: Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, So it's a little bit different for short-term and long-term, but I would say the biggest thing is interview multiple folks. Uh, The other thing I would do is try and back-channel them as much as possible. So then one of the things that I like to do is, like, look at some of their listings that are posted and then try and contact the owners of those properties and just, like, ask about their experience to date Um, because, you know, they're going to always give you referrals of their best clients that like them the most. So trying to find, you know, anyone that just works under in their portfolio and getting an unbiased uh, third party opinion is huge. And then on the specifically on the short term rental side, and this applies to long term a little bit, but um, the biggest deal in the short term rental space in terms of revenue. Really comes down to revenue management and being able to like dynamically price properties and make sure that you're on top of that. It, you know, short-term rentals operate very similar to hotels. It's like every week we need to assess what our occupancy looks like and we need to make decisions and pull the levers in terms of how to boost those things. Um, and so, on that space, like really looking for a team that can actively talk you through the revenue management process and how they're approaching that and how they do that for all their clients is really
0: key. Excellent. Yeah, that's great. Um so I'd actually know a really good short-term rental person in the Massachusetts area if you ever oh, find yourself Oh,
1: amazing. Yeah, I'm going to get you, that rec.
0: I will send you her info cuz they do they do I think they have I don't know, 200 short-term rentals or something. They really have it oh, down wow. to a science. They're excellent. That's so awesome send yes, her info, please. but I have to look it up. Cause I, I remember her name, but I can't remember the name of her company. So anyway,
1: <laughs> I love that. No, we're always, and that's the other thing. We're always looking for um, property management partners in different markets. Um, so that when we have clients that are looking to buy there, we instantly like, are like, Hey, these are our people. Here's our preferred partners. Um, and we can help set that up.
0: Excellent. So, somebody who's thinking about doing this, who's like get ready, they're they're itching, they're gonna ready to pick up the phone and call you right now. What advice would you give to them?
1: Oh, that's such a good question. Um, I think the biggest advice is really think about you know what are your main goals. What are you really trying to achieve in this investment? Um, and getting comfortable with like how much are you really looking to, you know, how much capital are you really looking to put into the deal? That is like the biggest thing I think that holds people back is like, they're like, I want to do this. I want to do this. But then there's just a huge sticker shock. And even, you know, even when you look at a property, you're like, okay, 20% down. But what people forget about is there's closing costs. There's like all of these other things that creep in and all of a sudden it's more expensive than you thought. Um, So really like, having a strong opinion or thought on like, okay, I want to go out and I want to invest $50,000. That really helps us, you know, help you find the right investment. And like, I want to invest $50,000 and I want it to cash flow and put dollars in my pocket. Or I want a really high cash on cash return. Or I'm playing this for the appreciation and this is a long-term play for me and I really want to be invested in this market. Those are the types of things That having that figured out coming into the conversation will just make things so much easier and and faster um, to to work with us or really any other person in the space, whether that's your realtor um, or somebody else.
0: Absolutely. Goals. Know your goals, goals. ahead of time. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> like, why are we here? <laughs> yeah. Why are we here? What is it that you want this to do for <laughs> yeah. you? That's what I always ask a person. when I, you know, cause I'm a real estate agent as well. That's the first oh, question. Yeah, like, you know. What's our goal here? What are we? And it's wonderful. I was telling somebody this the other day when it's two different people. And then they start asking them these questions and you realize that they're like, Whoa, completely have totally different ideas. Like, okay, everybody, let's just see. It's I'm glad we're having this little talk. Cause we need yeah, to know because we all got to go
1: on the same page.
0: Yeah. So what are your, do you have like limits, like high and low limits for the actual property values and things like that?
1: Yeah. So we will look at deals anywhere between 200,000 and 3 million. I would say our, our real sweet spot is really 300,000 to 1.5. Um, and that just comes back to, you know, the, Property has to produce enough cash flow. Um, so finding kind of properties in the, in that uh, target range tend to have that
0: opportunity more so. Yeah, definitely. So Allie, you know, I'm seeing our time is going by so fast here. Like, is there anything that you? I'm going to also ask you like for contact info and stuff. But is there any real question that you wish I would have asked you, or something that you think we should have hit on that we just didn't happen to 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 uh, go into?
1: No, I mean, I feel like we've had, you know, such a robust conversation around our product and how we can help our customers. Um, I would say, you know, the biggest thing is like if you're an investor looking to, or starting your real estate entrepreneurship journey, like please don't hesitate to reach out to us. And if you're a property manager or an agent or a lender that thinks that this could be a, Great partnership opportunity. Like we're open, we're always open to building our network um, all the way around and making sure that you know we can help the industry as much as possible as well.
0: Yeah, well, uh, along those lines, if you need, you know, if you've got clients in Mass and New Hampshire, I'm licensed in both states for real estate. Amazing! I love working with new investors. That's my one of my favorite things to do. And I also, of course, I have a great team as well that I can introduce yeah. you to. So. Yeah, let's do that. Let's partner. I love up. it. Synergy. Right. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Um. So, Allie, how can people get in touch with you? I know that, like, quick, like, oh my God, hurry up, Chris. Why didn't you ask this in the beginning? Because I want to talk to Allie right away. Tell us.
1: Um. So, feel free to always reach out to me on LinkedIn. It's uh, my LinkedIn's under Allie Nichols and get away. You'll find me. Um. And then, if you want to reach out to me directly, it's super easy. A-L-I at getaway.co. That's my personal email. So feel free. My inbox is always open.
0: (laughs) My inbox is always full. (laughs) I'm sure yours is the (laughs) same. (laughs) Excellent. Thank you so much. I'm excited about this. I just feel like this is such an amazing opportunity for people who are just, have just been struggling and, you know, just don't know right? I want to do this thing. How am I ever going to save up enough money? And the real estate near me is too expensive. And I don't know how to do the analytics. I mean, it just feel like you've just covered everything. It's a fantastic, fantastic product that you've created here. I'm really excited about it.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Awesome. We're really excited.
0: Yeah, it's great. It just feels like, um, you know, philanthropy in a way. <laughs> <You're> just like
1: <laughs> Well, it's not all philanthropy. But right? Exactly. exactly. Yeah. But it's a but game
0: changer for people.
1: We do want to help as many people as we can.
0: Excellent. Thank you. And thank you so much for listening and joining us from Women Creating Wealth. I think Allie has a great way for you to create some wealth and learn along the process. So if you've been kind of on the sidelines and not knowing what you know to do next or first, I think reach out to Allie and be here next week because who knows what exciting things we'll share with you. Have a good one. Have a great one. Have an amazing one. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of Women Creating Wealth. For more info, be sure to check out womencreatingwealth.net. If you're enjoying the podcast, please follow us on your favorite podcast platform and consider sharing the wealth with someone else who might enjoy it. See you next week.